0: Hi there, um, welcome to the 5th FarmEd podcast. Um, I'm Fiona Mountain. I'm standing in for John T. Brenyi who is currently away, uh, normally um, hosts the chats for the podcast. I'm joined today by um, Tim Tasker and Anthony Carlisle, who are the two architects responsible for the wonderful buildings here at FarmEd. So, um, Tim, can you tell me um, a little bit about the planning stages and how the concept of the buildings came about and what considerations you um, had to bring into play when you were designing the uh, original concepts of the buildings?
1: Yeah, I mean, it is, it's a um, fairly long journey. It's quite a sensitive site in the middle of the AOMB, so there was um, a bit of to and froing and negotiation with the planners. Um, but we originally started um, with Ian and Celine and, you know, others in Cotswold Seeds, including yourself. We in a, right at the beginning when they didn't quite know what the site was going to be used for. Um, let alone what buildings might be on the site and so yeah starting from basics and asking the big questions first about what the site was going to be used for and and plotting out the different areas of the site like the you know the different planting areas the way you know the water management um, the plots and um, and then, yeah, sort of came to conclusion that, that the middle part of the site, that where the two different earth conditions joined, and where the, the existing buildings were, was the best So, place what were the, for
2: Can things.
0: you Just explain for people mm. who have not seen maybe mm. what was here before. It was they mm. were basically sort of very st- standard farm buildings, weren't there? An old house. Is that mm. is that correct? Sort of an old nineteen fifties house.
1: Exactly. Yeah, bungalow and another nineteen fifties house. Um, bungalow was lived in. Nineteen fifties house was pretty dilapidated. And some old farm buildings around them. So the two two best examples, yes. Yeah. And then the two best examples of those are still still there. So retain the old Cotswold. So um, two little
0: two little people obviously can't see this, but two lovely, very attractive little farm sheds, really, aren't they? That we that we look through over the valley um, that are are still have been left in situ.
1: Yes, yes. And then you know, kind of worked in from starting with the landscape, worked into what these buildings might be. And um, yeah, through a lot of design and development and and um, sort of concept analysis, really, um, came up with these four farm buildings. Um, two of which, a, uh, one of which is finished, second of which is nearly there, and the third. Can you describe is what, the,
0: what the what the four buildings what the four buildings are, what how what their sort of purpose is, and, um, and how they differ from each other?
1: Yeah, certainly. So Farm Building 1, that we're, we're currently in at the moment, um, this is, is a lecture space, um, which also has a meeting room, um, an office, toilets and a boot room. And this is the sort of the entry building where people come initially on the walk And it's yeah an, an education building that's, that, that's heated um, climatic terms, it, it's yeah, it's just a kind of comfortable building to spend the time indoors, in as opposed to farm farm eat as it's known now, which is more of a sort of flexible um, building uh, that can accommodate you know a wide range of different uses. It also has the pizza oven in as well, but it's um, yeah, I think fle- <laughs> flexibility was the big thing in, in both buildings. The idea being that depending on which micro-businesses or programmes you had going on at a particular time, that you could divide them up quite easily. You know, both buildings, are, it's, it's a family of buildings that are designed around a grid. Yeah. And that grid is very, very flexible in terms of how it can be um, used in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, said so that in the third building um, mm. is a, a a barn for farm machinery and that kind of thing, isn't it? A, that um,
1: yes, sort of the, yeah, agricultural storage, yeah, also storage of seed and um, a kind of store space for the um, micro businesses that um, hopefully be occupying farm building two in the in the future.
0: So can you tell me about the design of the building and the materials of use? How did you how did you come up with the with the plan for that, and what considerations did you um, did you use?
1: I think um, sustainability was at the source um, of, of everything, really, and um, the, the you know the, the trying to make them make the buildings carbon neutral, mm. and um, there's lots of different um, elements went into them. But the we start in the ground might be the easiest place to go, which is the hardest. Part always in, in building in terms of carbon, um, main reason being that cement um, or the Portland element of cement is very unsustainable. Um, so farm building one has got a beam and block arrangement, which, um, practically speaking, is quite sustainable because you can reuse the beams, you can reuse the blocks. So that embodied oh, yes. energy. I, well, how does that?
0: Uh, well, I'm not familiar with that
2: term. So how
1: does that work? What so. Arguably, one of the most unsustainable things you can do is to have a big raft slab that just is cast on top of the ground. Right. Because that means that you have a, a large amount of cement, um, a large amount of reinforcement, and a large amount of compacted hardcore beneath it, all of which is, um, yeah, requires a lot, of, a lot of carbon. So, beam and block arrangements is when you build a trench footing around the perimeter of your building. And in quite simple terms, you span precast concrete beams between those trench footings, and then you insert blocks between them. And the idea being that what, there's different types of energy in building, but you, you've, you've got the energy in use. So, how much energy you take to heat a building, um, to heat the water, to yeah, heat spaces, and, and then so it's energy in use, extraction, all of the other sort of active elements of a building. But then there's also um, the embodied energy, which is equally important. And um, obviously, if uh, uh, something that can be recycled after a building's use means that the carbon is not thrown away, that you can mm. sort of reuse that. So, yeah, the, the beam and block for arrangement is is quite a good thing to do with, with concrete. Um, the other thing that we've tried to do, the floor, is to use the floor as a, a, a as a thermal mass to try and store some of the energy within it. So we've got south-facing aspects um, to the buildings, all gla- glazed um, with overhanging soffits, which allows the low summer sun in and the high summer sun out. And the idea being, together with the roof lights that run down both buildings, is to heat up that slab passively, that thermal mm-hmm. mass, and then that Heat slowly dissipates into the space. And um, so,
0: what can you tell me about the um, the materials that you've used as well? Yeah,
1: sorry. So if we start, so, so concrete in the floors, polished concrete slab yeah. in the floors, and then we've got a steel frame, yeah, um, and, and and that's bolted down to, to the slab, and, and and that steel frame is the only real um, steel in the in the building, and the rest of it is is timber. Uh, obviously, timber is a great carbon store. Carbon what timber, timber is it? Can you tell us what...? Well, the, 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 um, the rafters and the purlins and all of the elements that you don't see are, 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 are pine off the shelves of the building, pine. The lovely wood that um, we do see, what, what,
0: what's, what's that's that? That's larch,
1: local larch. So internally and externally the building is clad with larch. And, why did and you, um, what was the
0: thinking behind the use of larch?
1: So uh, larch is great because it's quite stable material that can be used externally and internally. And it's quite economical when judged against the hardwoods that are you know, used a lot in, yeah. um, in, in f- for external cladding. Um, but it's also sustainable, mm. um, given that it's grown locally. Mm. And obviously timber is the best thing we can use for building. A tree grows for all of its life, it absorbs all that carbon. When it's come to the end of its life and it's finished absorbing carbon, it's cut down and used is a, a building material, in it, in it, and it's a store, a carbon store.
0: And what, and what um, it goes, it's already going on one end of it, a lovely sort of silvery colour. Mm. Is, that, is that what happens to Larch? Is that what you, was that mm. part of the design?
1: Yeah. So over time, the, the, um, the external skin will go a grey colour, and then the idea is that that's contrasted with the, um, the pinky effect that we get internally. Mm. And so you have this really nice contrast between the outside mm. and the inside. And, and mm.
0: the roof, tell me about the roof, what's that made of?
1: So the roof is all zinc and zinc is a very good material from a sustainability point of view because it's sort of 95% recycled zinc. It's also self, self-healing and, yeah, it lasts an incredibly large amount of time with a good recycled content and the roofs, obviously, um, with zinc can go down to a very small pitch. So you can go right down to five degrees with zinc. Um, as opposed to natural slate, where you know you're kind of limited to 17, 18. Mm.
0: So, Anne, maybe could you tell us how you made sure that the buildings fit into the beautiful Cotswolds? Because we're looking over the Evenlode Valley today, aren't we? Lovely sunny day. Um, can you sort of explain how you made sure that the buildings were? Obviously, we're in a conservation area here, which is a big consideration. Um, so, could you explain what um, really really about it. Okay? later on. Right.
2: So that's really Tim's doing. But what okay. I will say... <laughs> <laughs> Any old <other> excuse, <laughs> Sam? No, no, not at all. I can say that the cleverness of it is that, like you just say, we're looking at a fantastic valley mm-hmm. and we're quite high up on the hill, um, which means that it gets also really windy. Uh, so that I think in Yorkshire they call these courtyards a fold yard. They do, mm. yeah. And it's, uh, it's a really traditional arrangement which means that mm. when you're outside you can be in the sheltered courtyard but when we're in here you can see it's the fun. fantastic view nice, mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that
1: makes sense. I think that's a really good point the concept of the farmyard and the courtyard mm-hmm. creating a sheltered space from the prevailing wind um, and you know that relationship with the old historic Cotswold Farms mm. was a real strong concept from, from Was it? Start.
0: Yeah, yeah. because mm. the, actually the arrangement of the buildings does feel very, mm. and the buildings themselves have quite a modern mm. feel to them, the mm. actual arrangement feels very traditional. Was that thats mm. that sort of something you, you wanted mm. to do? Yeah,
2: yeah. You get, you get little glimpses of the valley when you come in. You do, mm. yeah. But when you park mm. your car, you can see where you are, see the view. Mm.
0: What's your, what's your first impressions on on sort of coming back then to see actually to see it actually sort of taking shape from the plans you had on paper?
1: I think I am really excited about it. It's looking really really good, and I think it's a building that is part of its landscape. And obviously the landscape's not quite sort of there yet. Um, no, but it's,
0: still too, it's early spring yet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah country, I
1: think when all the you know when everything starts to <laughs> bloom, it's going to really sit But you know, the, the concept of it is working really well. The rainwater harvesting is 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 proving very good. The 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 the, the heat gain and heat loss is is really working well. I know Ian's um yeah had the, had, had this working in, in, in the end of the summer as well and mm. it, it was performing well there. So yeah, I think it's really exciting and um, I think the test will be how the buildings can accommodate these future mm-hmm. um, requirements of, 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 of different farming businesses that, that, that turn up as and, as and when they do.
0: Excellent. So and and what's, your, what's your role been then? have you been involved in the whole development of FarmEd?
2: Um, I think I came... I started working when it was already in... Were you were speaking with the planners, weren't you? Yes. You worked quite a long yeah. way down the conversation with the planners. Yes. So mostly it's been just helping Tim. Well, I've been helping Tim, basically. Mm. Okay. So the, the history is me and Ant grew up together. Oh, okay. <laughs> we
1: studied together, we've done lots of things together. And um, yeah, we both kind of have the same, um, the same, you know, opinions and passions on architecture in general. And so the, you know, the, 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 the Ant came at planning stage um, and we were talking a lot about massing then with the planners, the the planners, their sort of um, go to aesthetic is is a Cotswold house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was, we had to really work with them to try and bring them on board with the with the buildings that we have here, with right. with asymmetric roofs. And although we've got Cotswold stone elements, it was quite a foreign um, thing to do mm. with for them. Um, but. No, when you turned up, and we've we've changed. If you notice each building, the roofscape is is in three different parts. We've got a flat roof section, the entrances, then yeah. this is pitched on this side on both buildings, and this um, the the eastern side of the buildings are um, have got a partial flat roof um, with pitched um, sides, um, and that was all part of breaking down the massing, which I remember you doing the early massing models with
2: the planners.
0: And what have you been doing here today? You have to come back to have a look round and and talk to Ian, Um, so what's been the purpose of your visit today?
1: Purpose today, well we started the day, we we were talking about the internal cladding to um, Farm Building 2, where we're going for a slightly different approach here. So what are you you doing Um, in Farm
0: Building 2 as far as the internal cladding goes? Are we having larch again or are we having something different?
1: So it's going to be timber okay. and the, the big so farm building one we've got lots of beautiful um 25 mil by 50 mil strips of larch that line the building and give it a really good acoustic um acoustic performance um, and also provide this sort of pink um texture, pink texture. So, so farm build fb1 is not such a big requirement to have the kind of acoustic performance it also is quite costly because of the labour involved in fixing everything Mm. so we're going to keep that pinkiness and go for standard um wbp ply i think okay um sort of um array configured nicely within these within the grid of the building and the steel grid excellent
0: so you'll come back and have a look at that when it's what's the time scale for that then are you starting that soon
1: or well i think ian's got some samples turning up of various different options um, and and because it needs a sort of fire rating, the okay. class O fire rating finish to it, okay. to see what the um, yeah what the effect of that is, and then and then go on from there. So that was one of the issues we talked about the cladding for the new farm FB three building, and also some other b- bits and bobs with the new office offices that are going to mm. be in, in, in the Hay Park. Yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's kind of um, nice to be dealing with these issues of detail. Having started from a point of, um, you know, of addressing the sort of macro yeah. questions
2: and working through with Ian and Celine, you know, what everyone, what what they wanted to get out of it. And I know that Tim said the same thing, but mm. the, the the overall atmosphere of the project comes from the client, mm. and Ian and Celine, like they, they just. Mm. doing the right thing all, every step haven't they? just mm. the just something Tim told me right at the very beginning that yeah. Ian and Selena um, and they
0: had a vision for it didn't they what yeah they,
2: absolutely they it yeah. and it's just That's kind beautiful. of working
1: through that and bringing that out mm. and um, yeah a, a, absolutely and it, you know there's a lot of um, not only the way the buildings are arranged but the way they're constructed you know mm. right from Sheep's wool insulation that is in all of the buildings. Yes. You know that that came straight straight from them. It was a yeah. Quite important thing for them. Mm-hmm. So the, the, sustain, ground, the whole the sustainability side. Yeah, of Yeah, the, the things honesty here. of construction mm. and, and um, right through to the kind of concept has been um, yeah. Ian and
0: vision. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For, 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 for yeah. A large part. it. Well,
0: thanks so yeah. for joining. It's really really great to talk to you. And um, join us um, soon for uh, episode six.
1: Blended.
2: Okay. Thanks, thanks
0: guys,
1: let's put to that <laughs> 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 cool. Cool. <stage>.